Welcome back, tradies and general contractors from around the world. This is episode nine, and we want to share with you the secret method to never chase a prospect again and win an abundance of work. I'm here with my co-host, Michael McNish. I'm pumped for today's episode. I'm super excited because this strategy is game-changing. Dude, it was a freaking game-changer for me. I'll never forget the day that I implemented this in my trades business about, oh God, 14 years ago. It changed everything. Yeah. The number of tradies that have implemented this idea have been amazed. Number one, that it's possible. Yeah. And number two, that it's solved one of the biggest, I guess, pain points and annoyances and frustrations that they have is chasing quotes. You know, all the time after hours that you're spending putting all these quotes together and then you're trying to get people on the phone, you're trying to chase them up and they avoid you. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the common frustrations we see is uh, tie kickers, you know, like you're already busy. You're already have a limitation of time going to job the job for people that were probably never going to work with you in the first place, you know, or people that were only looking to get a job based on price, which are the worst clients to work for the ones that are just wanting something done on the cheap. And you said too, like, you know, those clients that you actually go through the process, do the quotes, answer the questions, and then they ghost you. They never show up again. And this was a strategy that I never remember how I thought about implementing this into my cabinet making business many, many years ago, Michael. But obviously when we met through the game changers, you started sharing with our clients. It's like, damn, I used that years ago. And it worked an absolute treat. Now, I will preface that there may be some skepticism. You may be like, this won't work for me. This won't work in my industry. Now, I will say that if you are someone that, that does, say, bigger work tenders, there's a possibility you might not be able to use this. This is probably more so for people working with, I guess, B2C type of marketplaces, correct? It can work in a variety of things. It probably de- it depends. And I think it'd be worth testing in your business, particularly if you're having an issue with your conversion rate of quote to sale, or you're finding that you're getting price shopped a lot between suppliers. So you're putting a price out there and they're saying, oh, I can get it done cheaper somewhere else. Because this strategy is actually going to position you higher and make you see it as adding more value than every other one of your competitors. That's how powerful it is. So it's going to save you a lot of time. Let's get into this strategy. Because this is, the reason I ask you to be open is because it's a psychological shift that it creates in the prospects and the customer's minds, right? It's not about the actual strategy itself and what's there for you. It's about the psychological shift that it creates in the prospect And it starts to qualify them before you've even shown up to give them a quote. The first thing to potentially change in this strategy is the word quote. And the first thing is is shifted to plan because by changing the language, you're increasing the perceived value of what you're presenting. So do you want a quote or a plan? Now, a plan sounds a lot more valuable than just a quote. So immediately... You're differentiating yourself from every other trading and general contractor who's just doing quotes. You're doing a plan, yeah. right? And the other thing that we do, and this is the secret source to this strategy, right, is that you're going to charge for it. You're going to yeah. get paid to do a quote. Just let that sink in for a moment. We're telling you that if you charge for doing a quote or the plan, that's going to increase your conversion rate. Yeah. But you've got to do it the right way. 
You've got to present it the right way, but that's the first secret source of this strategy. I remember the reason I implemented this, I had a kitchen and bathroom manufacturing company and I would often, it was, it was in Tasmania, Launceston, and I'll never forget, I had this prospect that was persistent for me going to Deloraine to give them a quote, which is about an hour's drive. And I was like, oh, I don't really used to do work out that far. And they're like, look, you know, we've heard a lot of good things. We're going to work with you, blah, blah. So I went out and quoted them and they ghosted me. And I was so pissed off at myself because my intuition was like, don't even bother going and quoting it. And I was like, fuck it, you know what? I'm going to start charging for quotes that are outside of a radius of my local area. And, you know, what I found is the people that rocked up, I would charge them and say, look, quote is X amount, but if you go ahead with the job, we'll take that off the price of the, of the job. And what I found is that the ones that I went to quote on, I won every single time that had paid the money. And I started noticing that my conversion rate of the jobs that were outside of my local area was far higher than my local area jobs. And I was like, why is this happening? And the only differentiator of everything was the fact that those people were getting charged and these people weren't. And so I was like, I wonder what would happen if I start charging people in my local area for quotes too. And all of a sudden, lo and behold, my quoting percentage to sales rate went through the roof. Mm. And I was like, what the hell has just happened here? Yeah. We implemented this with the bathroom renovation business. And they were having the same problem of people price matching or, you know, saying they can get it cheaper somewhere else, avoiding ghosting, all that stuff. And as soon as they, I think they charged like $250, $250, 247 for the quote or the plan. plan. That's right. It's got to be the plan. It it changed because now the, the thing is that when someone pays you a dollar, they are now a client. Yeah. They're actually a customer. There's a shift that occurs now they're in because they've paid you money. Yeah. And so now they're going to value your time more because now they've got skin in the game. Yeah. But the way that you position it is and a really good sales strategy here is to give a risk reversal for that. Okay. So you say that, hey, it's going to be X amount of dollars for us to do the plan. We're going to go away and then you need to sell the value of what you do. Okay, you need to sell the work. Often when you're doing quotes and plans, there's a bit of work involved. I want you to explain that to the prospect about what's actually involved and what you're about to do. Because sometimes you go, I should get paid for this quote. Like the amount of running around that I do, all the experience that I have, it's worth money. I want you to sell Mm -hmm. that. And then what you say is when we present the plan, one of three things will happen. The first thing is you'll love the plan and you'll want to proceed and we'll use what you've paid off the price. That makes sense. The second thing that will happen is that you love the plan, but you'd like to implement it yourself or with someone else. And that's also cool. And the third possibility, the most very unlikely case that you don't like the plan at all, you think we've wasted your time, we'll give you your money back completely 100%. Now, the great thing about positioning it that way is that two out of three options, are they're going to love the plan and they automatically will think it's very unlikely that I'm going to not like the plan. So they're going into it with a much more positive energy, but you've yeah. also removed the risk. So the, the desire of that prospect to shop around at this point is actually going to be diminished. One thing I'm going to mention too, and I'd love to know your take on this, Michael, is that we're not saying that you actually have to, like, let's just say that you do kitchen or bathroom design. We're not actually saying that you have to go and do a full 3D render of their finished bathroom and put a whole amount of effort in. We are talking a quote here, right? We're not, mm-hmm. So whatever you currently do for a quote, we're talking about that. We're just talking about repositioning the quote to be a plan. And one thing that I found super powerful for me 
is that I made a, a PDF document. So rather than just like a single page with itemized items and a cost, I made a PDF document that had an introduction, it had some images of the stuff that I did, it had a bit of a background about the company, why we exist, what we stand for, the kind of work we deliver, it had some photos of our work, and it had a bunch of testimonials weaved throughout this document. Now, the cool thing is, is you get a designer, admin person, or someone to make that once, all you're ever changing in that is the physical items and the dollars, right? But the first pages, the introduction pages, the end pages, they always stay the same, so you do it once. But when a client gets this like seven to nine page document that's beautifully colored, testimonials, like insights of the work, the company, everything else, there's a huge perceived value as opposed to an email with some line items and some costs on there. There's one other really important key for this to work even better is never email it. Always present it. So when you get confirmation that they want to buy the plan and you're going to go ahead with that, you book a time to present the plan. Yeah, absolutely. This is a sales thing, right? Like we always teach our salespeople, always plant the seed of the next step. And this is a mistake that I used to make in the beginning is that I'd do all this work and I'd email the quote off and never hear anything back. And so we went through, I I tested, sometimes I'd go back and I, I would, at the site, I would book a time to meet them again to go through the quote. Because again, like if I knew that my conversion rate was 80, 90% of the job, it was worth my time to go back to site again to to meet them face-to-face to to do the job. The other way is if your product or service is slightly lower ticket, you might organize a time to catch up on Zoom, right? Zoom is very popular now, especially with COVID. Organize time to catch up on Zoom and send the quote as they log on to Zoom. So you can go through the quote with them face-to-face without driving to site one by one and answer any questions they've got. Again, like you're building a much deeper relationship than sending a cold email with some line items and hoping to win the job. Like we're all about helping you guys position yourself above your competitors right now. Like if, if they go and receive a one-page quote emailed versus somebody else who's talked them through the value of, of the plan, what they're doing, this seven, nine-page document beautifully presented, a second call to go through and answer their questions, who are they going to go with, right? Especially if they paid for that up front, you've already started to qualify people that were just wanting something price shopped or not really interested in the first place versus genuine buyers that wouldn't just spend the money to get a good job. And that's it. That is a secret method. A lot of many people know that method. Honestly, yeah. most of your competitors probably won't have any idea of that strategy, but the people who do that are amazed. So what I'd love you to do is test it. Test it in your business and see what happens and let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Test it, put it in play, and please... Comment, let us know, reach out to tradingbusinessschool.com or join us off the tools, uh, free Facebook group as well. There'll be a link below here to join that too. Let us know where you're at. Uh, and, and I've got to ask you too, like if you are enjoying these episodes, you're getting a lot out of them, uh, please share them amongst your trades friends and general contractors friends because you know we are on a massive mission to help general contractors and trades uh, to get off the tools, to grow profitable businesses that can work without them. And we need your help to spread the word. We all know that you're hanging out with traders all the time. So if you are enjoying the episodes, Share the link with your fellow workers and uh, we look forward to keep adding as much value as we can on these episodes too. And if you are curious to find out more around how the Trading Business School can actually work alongside you to grow a high profit business that can work without you, getting you off the tools and uh, getting you doing more of what you love, please also reach out to us at tradingbusinessschool.com, book a call with one of the team and we can talk you through the process, how it works, if you're a fit and how we can best serve and support you to grow a great business. Awesome. Fantastic. We'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Michael, thanks for your insight. See you guys. Bye-bye.